Journalism allows its readers to witness history. Fiction gives its readers an opportunity to live it. John Hersey. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. Our episode today is about journalism. This is another common character archetype to have in stories. And joining us today is Julia Avery, a local journalist. Hello. Thank you for having me. I am so excited. So tell us about yourself and your work. I actually just finished at KRCR, the local ABC station in Reading, just last week. I did report at a station before that for a couple of years, so I have about five years of experience now in local news. How did you get into journalism? It originally started I wanted to do sports. I realized how difficult that is, especially for a woman. Um, So yeah, I, I went into journalism in college to do that. But once I started learning about the impact that news has, I really got passionate about it and took a whole different direction. Do you have an inspiration that helped you decide that journalism was going to be your future? I don't have someone when I first started, but I did an internship in college and there was a photographer. He had gone to Africa when he was younger and he had covered the whole unrest there. And he told me this story about how he, they were actually stoning a woman. He would have been likely stoned too if he was caught filming it. So he kept his camera underneath a jacket and he got some video and took it back and sent it back. And he said the next day, the president was showing the video and talking about it and saying how they're going to go in and and try and and help. I'll never forget that story because I just thought, wow, this one guy who went out on a limb and risked his life to get some video possibly saved lives and got the attention of America to be able to do something and try and help them. So that's one inspiration I I think about all the time. So especially in today's world people have a very distinct idea of what it is to be a journalist. They either picture you know, what you said, the mainstream media and the accusations of bias and whatever. And then you also have the other side where everybody just pictures Ron Burgundy from Anchorman. Yes. Are either of those true when it comes to local journalists? So I would say no. When it comes to local news, I think that's why I love it so much because it's someone that lives in your community and wants to tell someone's story or uncover an injustice or something and actually does all the work, usually themselves when it's in local news, and gets to the bottom of it, then presents it. So there's a lot of this idea that reporters get their own photog and somebody else edits for them and they can have a helicopter at the snap of their fingers. How much of that has proven true in your own experience? So really none of it. And I, when I went into journalism, I thought that that's how it would be. I didn't even know until the first class when they said, you're going to be shooting the video, editing it, tracking it, writing it, writing the web story, all of these things. And I just remember being like, just me? No one else is going to do these things? And actually, as you start to get into bigger cities, you get some help. You get a photographer that will follow you around. And if it's a big story, you'll have maybe a van with a satellite truck and things like that. But the local journalists, most of the time, everything that's put out there with their name on it, they did themselves. So if there's one thing that you could make people understand, what would it be? 
I think I'm so passionate about this right now because of the state of everything, but I think it would be that every journalist I've met, and even I don't know the journalists in the mainstream media, but I have friends that know them, or my boss knows a lot of them, and they're all genuinely went into this industry to help people. And they tell you in college, if you're here to be on TV, leave, because it's never going to work, because it's long nights and long hours and a lot of criticism, and you have to actually be passionate about what you're doing for this to be a success for you. We don't want to be destroying unity in people or anything like that, because we are part of your community. We don't want to divide people. We don't want to incite fear. And every journalist I've ever met is like that. Yeah, there's still a lot of good in the journalism world. So if you're writing a journalist character, especially local journalists, remember, Mm -hmm. they are in it because they're passionate about news and passionate about their communities. Because let's be real, we're not in it for the pay. (laughs) No. (laughs) Are there moments you see in fiction, TV, movies, whatever, moments you see reporters and you just want to pull your hair out? Yes. Last week, I was watching this show about first responders. Very good. And there was a tornado or some sort of natural disaster and people had died. And in the show, all these reporters came up and were filming these people who had died. And everyone's like, stupid reporters, get out of here. And in my mind, I'm thinking, those are the local journalists. They're labeled that way. They would never come up and just start shooting dead bodies laying on the street. First of all, they can't air it anyways. Second of all, they're still human beings. They know not to get in your face like that. We typically, especially in local news, tend to stay back, give the family their space. And if we do go up, we try to be very polite and just say, hey, if you want the opportunity to talk, here's my card. If not, I understand type of thing. And so that's what kind of upsets me. So yes, definitely. From what you've said, journalism is a difficult job. Mm-hmm. What about it is, would you say, the most difficult? Well, it really depends. I mean, if we're talking day-to-day job, it's difficult because you just have so much to get done in one day because a news story that day is news that day. It might not be news the next day. But deep down, if I really thought back at journalism as a whole, I think the hardest part is you sometimes do have to report on things that you know people aren't going to like, but you have to think about how it could be helping the greater population, even if it's just going to upset a few people, which I've struggled with. I've gotten better at, but there are times, you know, I'll have maybe a police officer who's a friend of mine and maybe they are in an officer-involved shooting. You still have to tell the story. You still have to give it a fair, balanced explanation of what happened and That's pretty tough. The way it sounds, journalism reporting is not for everybody. Mm -hmm. What type of characteristics does a person need to have before considering this as a career? It's definitely not for everybody. Definitely. And I'm not just saying this. Think you have to be someone who wants to help the community, not someone who wants to be on TV or anything like that. Someone who wants to make a difference, someone who cares about justice and a little bit of politics. But I also think you need to be someone who is able to interact with people because when you go and you interview someone, it might be the worst day of their life and you have to know how to talk to them and be a human, but also get an interview with them and get their side of the story. So it sounds like you need a fair bit of optimism to make Mm -hmm. it through the rough times, some perseverance and compassion. Yeah, you summed it up very nicely. (laughs) 
What kind of lingo is used in journalism that can be used by an author in a story? So there are quite a few things that over time I have forgotten are actually lingo. For example, if you're out in the field, you say that you're live. If you're out in the field presenting the story that you worked on all day, you say you're live fronting your story. If it's a full story that you had edited and tracked your voiceover and put all the sound bites together, that's a package. I've taught my mom these things over the years, and she's always so proud. She's like, that was a package, right? Um, <laughs> if you just have a soundbite, it's called a SOT. The most dreaded thing in a reporter's life is called MOS, which I know is man on the street. And it's basically when you have to go out and just ask people on the street what they think about a topic. Reporters hate it. But yeah, that's called MOS. I think that's the most that's coming to mind right now. There's also a difference between an anchor and a reporter. Yes. So the anchor is at the desk in the studio. For example, they'll toss more lingo. They will toss to a reporter saying, you know, so-and-so's out in the field. And then the reporter who has spent the whole day putting that story together, like we talked about earlier, will live front their, their story. Do you ever start the day thinking this is going to be a story, this is going to be something people want to know about, research it, get those interviews, and then realize there's not actually a story here? You know, that's actually just recently that happened to me. I had several people giving me tips that their electric bill was triple what it's ever been. My electric bill is triple what it's ever been. And so I thought, this is going to be a huge story. I'm going to get all the numbers. I did all this research. And I finally talked to REU and they said, well, look at the temperatures. They're way higher than they've been in the last four years. And he was even showing me that the days my usage was higher were these days that we were like 110 degrees. And so I'm like, okay, so this isn't a story. It was just hotter. And I actually went to my boss and said, okay, I've done all this work. It's not a story, though. So I'm going to throw all this out. And she's like, no, because you got your answer, but nobody else got their answer. All those people that are concerned still don't know why. And so that was a big learning moment for me because I thought, oh, this isn't a story. But at the end of the day, I did the story and all those people came back and said, okay, I get it now. I understand. All right. Well, thank you so much. Is there anything else that you would like to add for authors that they need to know about journalists? I think if I were writing a journalist, I would not want to write them as this type of beauty queen. Because to me, it's like you're out there, you're sweating. Like I'll bring heels, but usually I'm in shoes that get muddy and it's I'm running around all day. And then I try to look presentable by the time I'm on camera. But I think a lot of people write their journalists as people who are very professional looking all the time and, and, you know, poised. And a lot of it, we are in the trenches. (laughs) I think that's how I think of journalists, but not the general public. So that's something I'd like to add. So thank you again, Julia, for joining us. I'd like to end it with be kind to your local journalist, please. (laughs) And write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing.